0: All right, today we're gonna to be talking about the um, the theme of romanticism in Frankenstein with our new guest, Miss um, Houston. And uh, the first question I wanna ask is what theme, what element of romanticism is best shown in Frankenstein?
1: Um, I think there's two elements of romanticism that are really prevalent in Frankenstein. I think the first is like the beauty of nature. And the second is also kind of interaction with the supernatural when it comes to the monster. And I think that um, Victor shows the most interaction with both of these things, whether he's creating the monster or being in nature, trying to make himself feel better. I think those are the two most uh, most
2: common ones in the book. Yeah, I agree with you, Pierre, because I talked about before, nature's a big like, healing mechanism for uh, Victor himself. And then I also agree with the supernatural because of the fact that the monster, he might have like a childlike mind, but at the same time, he's kind of born like a creature that is stronger than the most human, Like the most humans. And he's technically, he looks like a human, but he doesn't at the same time. So I feel like that's always um, being said inside of the, the
3: novel. Well, one of the things that I that I see is this idea of uh, isolation and um self-imposed isolation really you know the choices that victor makes to uh first of all um challenge science um and do something new that automatically uh isolates him and then uh when he creates his monster uh and then abandons it um, he again isolates himself, alienates himself from his family um alienates himself from his, his his monster, and then uh proceeds to um sort of chase uh what he what he's missing, so I think that 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 idea of isolation is definitely important in the text,
0: yeah, especially with a lot of the people surrounding him constantly dying or going through extreme tribulations that tear them apart from them so it's just constantly like an isolating experience it's just getting harder and harder
2: yeah i 100 see that as well and that kind of left me with the thought if when uh victor isolates the monster that also isolates the monster itself and i feel like the monster felt lonely and a lot of his like malicious actions were due to that broken relation relationship mm-hmm. well yeah the, the broken relationship
3: that he had with everybody you know from the monster from the uh the laces you know everybody kind of pushing him away you know um he was definitely isolated
1: yeah, yeah i definitely I, agree and i think also part of that isolationism is because victor created something that was really outside of the bounds of human knowledge and he kind of um He's like creating something supernatural and something fantastic something that other humans wouldn't be able to understand or comprehend and something that he didn't even really himself comprehend because he was so adamant at running away from it so i think that's a big part of why um both of them became isolated
2: mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent, pierre and also it's just i think this theme in that in that sort of category it also correlates to parenthood or other theme because the fact that we kind of said and elaborated that whoever really mentors you, or your parents, becomes somewhat of the image of them. And I feel like the monster, you know, kind of got the isolation, just kind of that brokenness from his creator.
3: What do you guys think about um, the element of that sense of adventure that is common in romanticism? Do you feel like um, that is present in the novel?
1: I feel like it is, but not as much as some of the other elements. I feel like the biggest part of adventure is probably at the beginning of the story, when um, Victor is trying to create something that has never been created before. He's trying to find the meaning of life, and he's really happy about this and excited to find it. But then once he creates the monster, he really just ends up running away from it instead of trying to do something special.
0: Yeah. I think Walton more exemplifies, Robert Walton more exemplifies exploration an adventure because he's, like, exploring the North Pole. And I think Frankenstein trying to, like, going all across Europe, trying to find him kind of shows a bit of adventure, but mostly I think, Yeah, I was just
2: going to yeah. say that, Alex, because at the end of the day, Walton was the one searching, and it was kind of like you're looking at Victor in the beginning when you see Walton. And it's kind of like Victor is trying to tell him about his experience in his adventure when he created the monster. So you're kind of seeing someone at the beginning of their voyage and then someone at the end. Mm-hmm. So that's a connection we could also make.
3: Very much so. And I think that that, that sense of adventure is more from uh, the author, Mary Shelley, sort of uh, presenting that across the novel uh, overall, you know, with Richard Walton, with all of the traveling uh, that ends up happening throughout the, the text. 745. You have 15 minutes your first
0: class. This is a reminder that day is a one, two, three
3: block day. Um, so that allow, um, wait, I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, so all the traveling across, uh, Europe and just that sense of travel that I think Mary Shelley wanted to portray on the novel. I think that's really kind of a an overarching broad um, theme throughout.
2: Yeah, and also like I feel like you can see a lot like we talked about it that you see a lot of uh, Mary Shelley also directly inside of the novel, and it kind of shows that she was on her own adventure and she was going through her own struggles and she had her own fear, terror, horror, and lack of parenthood etc mm-hmm. kind of being undervalued undermined by other people in her life and a lot of stuff
1: yeah sure. definitely, i definitely agree with you too i also think that maybe isolationism is sort of part of mary shelley's life and that's why it's a big part of the book and i think that isolationism also connects really well to the realm of the ancient mariner because he's stuck in the ship alone with his entire crew dead for weeks and weeks. Well, we don't even really know how long, but um, he's stuck there and he can't do anything about it. So that's kind of similar to the situation.
3: Oh, definitely. Where I'm Marin, I think is all about uh, isolation. You know, he had an opportunity, uh, you know, to be in community with his shipmates and, you know, survive this uh, adventure that he was on. And, you know, because of choices that he made, he ends up alone.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. And we also see that Victor, as you were saying, because his mistakes also affect the actions of the people he loves, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a really good relationship between that uh, Victor and the Mariner himself. And also feel like the Mariner, he couldn't he, like how Victor was running, the Mariner kind of was stuck on a ship for most of the novel, and he had to experience like firsthand his mistakes and what, like how nature, the force of nature, was fighting back at him. So I feel like that's something that we can maybe
0: differ, like say that's somewhat different between the two, but I'm not sure. Yeah. All right, I th- I think we're done with this episode of the podcast. Uh, thank you, Miss Houston, for joining us. Um,
3: Absolutely. I
0: think we did a good job. All right.
3: All See right. You. Thank